unforgettable in every way. Aha. Welcome to Rated PG. And if you know why I'm singing that song, then you know what movie we're talking about today. Da, 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 da. I'm Melissa Pressman. I'm Benji Pressman. And we like to talk about the movies that our kids watch a lot. Excuse me, I was adjusting my glasses. I don't know if that came through. <laughs> this is just an audio medium. I don't think anybody <laughs> saw you doing that. No, no, no. No, I heard it on the headphones. And oh. I, I didn't know if it... <laughs> I, I don't think. I think you're safe. <laughs> oh, any hoosies. Yeah, so we watch the movies and break down the movies that our kids watch uh, sometimes on repeat in this house. Um, and sometimes maybe only a few times they watched it. Yeah, but this one fell into... This was in rotation for a while. Yeah, it was. Uh, so, uh, oh, and we have <laughs> we have children. Yes, we're not just, we're not talking about movies, just kids' movies for the hell of it. We have three. Um, Nathan is four, and Liam and Charlie will be two at the end of this week. Yes, but this might. Yeah. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, man. The end of this week. How did that happen? I say that, I feel like every time we talk about them being around two, I was like, what? <laughs> How did that happen? But it's happening. It's happening. So you alluded to it, but what did we what did we watch? Uh, we watched Finding Dory. Because as you may already know, based on some of the other movies, I think we've talked about. I think we've we've yeah, I, I, I think, think so. I think we've brought this up before that Nathan is a big fan of the sequel. Yep. He he doesn't watch the originals. <laughs> Just watches sequels. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> yeah, well, also, this is the first movie he saw in a movie theater. Yes, yes, that so we took him to in a theater. We did which that. I was El Capitan gonna, and everything. Oh, I was going to get into that after the description, but we'll oh. get into it now. Yes, we went to the El Capitan, which if you are not from L.A., it is basically Disney's movie theater uh, in Hollywood. It's on, like, Hollywood and... Hollywood and Highland, pretty much. Yeah, Hollywood and Highland, that's it. Which it's it's a great theater. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible part of town to go to, but it's a fun experience. And only because of the number of people. It's a lovely part of town. There's so much to do around that area, but there's just massive amounts of people because that's where like uh, the no longer Grauman's Chinese Theater is, yep. the no longer Kodak <laughs> Yes, it's uh, the Dolby <laughs> Theater, right? Where the Oscars are. Yeah, where held. the Oscars are. And uh, Jimmy Kimmel Studios right there. Jimmy Kimmel Studios right next door. All the the, the Walk of Fame, the stars are all, all up and down around that area. So it's it's just it gets a little nuts. Um So yeah, it was a lot of fun to take him, but it was very stressful to get from our parking space to to the theater. To the theater. Which was across the street. Yeah, it was a little crazy. But he had an amazing time. So that was good. We went with um, Ava and Olivia, who are his best friends. Shout out. Shout out. And Allison, which is their mother, and probably his best friend, too. <laughs> yeah, that seems about right. And yeah, so we all went and, and saw the movie, and there was like a bubble show before. and There's an organist, right? Yeah. It was, I mean, it was it, it's an event when you go see a movie there. There's usually like some kind of show before, and 
there's like an ice cream shop next door. We luckily were able to avoid that. He didn't notice or see that. So, but yeah, it was lovely. Yeah. So now the description, sorry, I took us out of order. Uh, but the movie is, this is a description on IMDb. The friendly but forgetful blue tang fish, Dory, begins a search for her long lost parents and everyone learns a few things about the real meaning of family along the way. Wow, IMDb getting deep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I will say, Nathan did get very into this movie um, and would watch it quite often at home and has, like, the figurines and would just, like, play all day with them. And at one point, I think it, w- it would have been for his third birthday because we took him when he was, like, two. Yeah. So, like, the summer of his being two. Um, and then... I was like, maybe we should get him a fish <laughs> for his birthday. And I, <laughs> yeah, we looked up like how much a blue in, tang was. Like, it wasn't even how much a blue tang, like just one fish was. It was how much space and water was required for mm. one blue tang <laughs> fish. That yeah. I was like, maybe this isn't a good idea. We were in a two bedroom <laughs> apartment. Like, where would, where are we just not going <laughs> to have a kitchen? With three children. Yeah. I just was like, oh, we should do this. And then I was like, no, we should not. And he even for his third birthday, his uh, he had like a Finding Dory birthday party. Yeah. And we purchased the like the streaming version that has two hours of extra features. Mm-hmm. And he would sit and watch some of those, too. He's yeah. just into it. Yeah, he was. And he he would have he had like a Finding Dory sweater and clo- I mean, he was really this one he got into for sure. And that's it. So thanks for listening. No. All right. And a podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, you guys. <sighs> so the movie opens with, I, I call it baby Dory. I don't, I, it's young Dory. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's talking, so maybe like and toddler she, Dory. She's so cute. <laughs> she got these big old eyes. <laughs> she's like, hi, mom, hi, dad. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> Short-term remembering loss. Yes, short-term memory loss. Um, but they are sort of like teaching her how to try to remember things or what to do if she forgets. Like, what are the next steps? What are things that could maybe jog her memory to help her get back to where she was? So that's kind of how the movie's like opening and teaching all this stuff. Yeah, because what we... You know, we met Dory obviously in Finding Nemo, but mm-hmm. she was, I guess, a grown up. Yes. Um. So we don't know how how she ended up with memory loss, but it's they seem to be implying that she was born with yes. this condition. This is just who she is. Um. And the one thing, like, it, you know, this is a Pixar film, and so like they have this like opening, and then they sort of like pull out into the water, and just, I mean, this the stuff they do is. Amazing. It's beautiful. It's unbelievable. Like the the way the light reflects in the water. And you're watching it and then you have to sometimes with some of it, um, with uh, backdrops at least for me, like I have to remind myself none of it's real. Yep. They created all of that. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. Um, the, all the, because basically all, almost all underwater. Yeah. A big chunk of the movie. Is underwater because they're fish. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it makes sense. <laughs> but the times they go above the water and you see the waves and, yeah. and that kind of stuff is also really amazing. Yeah, it. it I mean, they're 
<laughs> They're good at what they do over there. At they Pixar. are a talented group of people. Yes. Yes, they are. Um, so yeah, so they're so they're dealing with all this stuff like teaching Dory how to do everything, and then um, she gets. Do we see her get sucked out in the beginning, or is that we th- we see them trying to teach her? You know, like they do hide and seek, and you yeah. see her forget, and like, but we we see that she gets lost, but we don't see the exact. We don't see the moment of getting lost. We just see that she's... Until later in the movie. Okay. I was getting sort of like... I think that's right, yeah. So um, the next thing we know is that she's like out in the open ocean and she can't find her parents and she's asking for help. And, you know, there's this this like fish couple that come up to her. I'm pretty sure it's Bill Hader and Kristen Wiig. And they're, they're like trying to talk to her and she's like, I have, you know, short term memory loss and I don't know where my parents are. And they're like, okay, well, we're going to help you. And the m- man fish, I don't know what to, he, because they don't get names. I don't but, think so. No. Um, he says something. I don't even know what he says. And she was like, you are no help. <laughs> I was like, oh man. They like they just so really accurate. gave you insight into that relationship in like two seconds. So accurate. But my thing was, if somebody, <laughs> if a small child says, "I'm lost, I can't find my family, and I can't, and I have a, I have a memory problem," mm-hmm. don't turn your back on that kid. Right. So then keep she, that kid and I like in I, your eyesight. So Dory wanders off because she does not remember that she's talking to people or that sort. Of, like she just doesn't have that capacity. And we see, like, her sort of aging and and growing up and, like, asking for help. And nobody can help her. And she's sort of, like, traveling across the ocean. I mean, she was probably wandering for a couple of years, it seems like. We get to the point where it is the beginning of Finding Nemo. Mm -hmm. Um, And Marlon runs into Dory and she's like, a boat. I, I see a boat. And that's, and then, and then we go to, it says one year later. Right. So it's one year later, and we do see her like wake up, and she's li- basically living with Marlon and Nemo. I mean, yes. like they're neighbors, but like right in the same spot. Um, well, because they live in the anemone, but she can't because she gets stung by them. Right. Um, but Nemo hasn't grown in a year, and like, don't fish grow pretty fast? I guess, but that's not fun. I guess so. Gotta keep him a kid. So. <laughs> I mean, let's not be realistic. <laughs> it is a movie about talking fish. Um, so then uh, it sort of turns into this. It, it's an interesting relationship that she has with Marlon because you're not totally sure, like, but he sort of has, like, a father figure with her. But it feels like a big brother. Maybe that's more accurate, yeah. But so she's coming out of her, like, coral thing that she's sleeping in and going into the anemone and getting shocked. And she keeps forgetting that she can't go in there. And he's like, no, just go back to sleep. It's not a big deal. Like, just go go back to sleep. And she keeps coming in. And then it was like the second time after she does it, he's like, okay, great, we're up, we're up. And I was like, that's, that's how it is. Yeah. No, that is what it's like with children. Or you're just like, just go back to sleep, go back. To, and then the, finally there's like, you just hit like a threshold where you're like, you know what, fine, it's fine. We're not sleeping. Let's just everybody get up. And it's also clear that this is not Let's go start our day. <laughs> this is not the first time this has happened. No. 
no. So they go, and like Nemo's gonna go to school, and I think Dory typically goes along with them. And Mr. Ray, like he's still doing like class with Mr. Ray, all this stuff from the first movie. And uh, Marlon is having to remind Dory again that she can't go with Mr. Ray this time because they're going to go somewhere. And because she does tend to wander and he can't keep an eye on her specifically and all the kid, like all the other kids. And so he doesn't want her to go with him. And then she misunderstands and thinks she's going to be the teacher's assistant. <laughs> so she goes over and is like trying to help him. <laughs> And then she thinks that they're going to have the sex talk. And she was like, I don't know why they want me to do this. Let's go. But here we go. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> and Mr. Ray's like, okay, let's go. <laughs> let's get out of here. Oh, which is funny. So they're going to learn about the stingray migration. And it, you know, like, and they're like, be really careful. The undertow, da, 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 Right. And then the stingrays are going by and they're singing like a song in this like jovial tone. Like, yeah. we're going home. But it sounded like they had a full choir to sing. It was right? really it nice. Was, and it was really cool to watch them like all swim by. I really like that scene. Yeah, it was really. And it was like, it, there's some stuff in here um, that makes me go, oh, God, I would really love to go like, like see that, like go scuba diving or snorkeling or something and see some of these things like in reality and then sometimes i'm like oh god that'd be such a pain in the ass to get everybody together to go on that trip yeah because i think what i would really <laughs> like would be like a luxury submarine tour where i could be like sitting with a cocktail like looking out the window <laughs> gonna call james cameron <laughs> yeah get in that that good like, Although he seems to only go in like single man no, sub ships. He, he goes in ones that are like the size of our couch. Like, I don't Get want it. that. I want like. <laughs> you want when Elon Musk makes a submarine, you want to be a part of that. Yeah, I want like evil James Bond villain, <laughs> like luxury submarine <laughs> tour where I can just like lounge and see something beautiful and not have to like and worry you're about. Sitting next to a man with a scar across his eye and a cat on his lap. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't judge people based on their appearance. If he's a good host, it's all good. Oh, my God, that's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so the stingrays. And Mr. Ray was like, everybody be careful, because when they're going by, there's a strong undertow. Is it because of them there's an undertow, or is it that there's always a current right no, there? No, I think it's because of the movement, and the they, it creates the undertow. Um, and... I can't remember why Dory gets sucked up into it, but she does and like bangs her head or I think it's because she gets like a flash. Yeah. And she's not paying attention. And so she's not paying attention because she hears undertone. She's like undertow and has like a flashback to when like, she was <laughs> little. Um, and then gets that was my remembering stuff. Thanks. noise. And then uh, she smacks her head and, and like passes out. And the next scene we see her like waking up with like everyone looking at her. And they're like, oh, she's not dead. And the kids were all like, oh. Yeah, I really <laughs> like that one kid's like, oh, man. <laughs> they were real disappointed. Um, and she remembers her family. And she's like, I mean, I know I had a family, but I actually have like a memory of my family. Um, and she was telling like Marlon, like, do you understand like what it is to miss something? Like to miss a family member. 
And he sort of was like looking at Nemo like, yeah, I get it. Because, you know, going back to like that's he went to go find his son. But I was like, also, because you miss your dead wife and hundreds of dead babies, because that's how your movie opens. Right. Both of these <laughs> movies actually start in like like Finding Nemo starts in a dark place. This movie starts. It, it's not as dark a place, but like uh, a kid lost unable to even remember where her parents are. Yeah. That's pretty dark. It is, but that's not as dark as, as yes, your entire family getting eaten. Massacred. <laughs> yes. That was pretty dark too. I was like, yeah, you know what it is to miss things. And it was. So then um she and she remembered where they were, which was Morro Bay. The jewel of Morro Bay. So they're definitely channeling the Monterey Bay Aquarium in Northern California. And I'm not sure why they don't just call it the Monterey Bay Aquarium. Maybe they couldn't get the rights, but I think Morro Bay is in that mm-hmm. area, and it seems a similar type of institution, like oceanic aquarium type institution. Is it like all about getting animals back? I don't know if they have quite the same mission, but it's not solely an aquarium. Got it. And they do some stuff where you actually go out on the water and Got see it. some stuff that's in the area. Got it. So they are now going to go to California from where they are, which I, I'm not totally sure where they are. Well, no, because they had a long trip to get to Australia. Well, I think they're nearish Australia because somebody was That's on a what, little boat to, get to, yeah. get to Sydney. So I think they're in somewhere in that region. That's what I think. So they're somewhere there, so they need to get to California. Which is a long trip. <clears throat> and then they go on the California current? I guess so, or like, one of the... In, in the... In Nemo, they because there's a lot of things that are like this is just like that, but different. Um, they went. It is a sequel. They they reference a lot of the same. They stuff. went on the East Australian Current to get to Sydney, um, and that's where they met Crush, the sea turtle, and his little kid. Um, and so Crush was there again, and I believe it was supposed to be the California Current, which I'm assuming is real. I think in these movies. <clears throat> They don't make this stuff up. Yeah, so... There's some truth to it, I I guess. I don't know. Look, I could be wrong. Feel free to let me know that Pixar does no research. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> I would hope they do when they take six years to make a movie or whatever. I hope so too, but I don't know. So th- that's why I think they... W- so Crush was there, the kids, and they're like, this is what we're doing. We're going to find the parents. Marlon's not enjoying it, as Marlon does. And he said something, which I... Uh, sometimes this is how I feel about travel. He says, only reason to travel in the first place is so you never have to travel again. Right? <laughs> That's <laughs> what I was thinking too. <laughs> I was like, I get it, especially uh, especially with kids. Oh, God. Do not look forward to traveling with children. We're doing two trips in one month. <sighs> We're crazy. We are not smart. Uh, so then they jump off and um, they're like swimming through what appears to be like a dumping ground. I thought it was a shipwreck because they show later like a big like cargo ship. Yeah. And all the the containers. So like it's one of those sank or something. Maybe that's what it was. But it just, I mean, it just looked like there was a bunch of like junk. Yeah. Um, And there were all these like hermit crabs basically that were under like cans and cups and everything. And, and Dory remembered her parents' names. So she's like calling for them. She remembered their names were Jenny and Charlie. And the crabs, they keep going, shh, shh. They like pop up and go, shh. And then they and, duck back down. And Marlon was like, listen, 
the locals are telling you to be quiet. You should probably listen. <laughs> and then there's like this giant squid thing that is now going to eat them. Yeah. And they are very small. Like you sort of, because they're the main characters, you're focusing on them a lot, but there are times in this movie where you're like, oh, these are very small fish. Yes. They're not, they're not big fish. No. Um, and so, so they're, they get away. Uh, Nemo almost gets eaten. It becomes this whole thing. And then Marlin's kind of a dick to Dory and is like, why don't you just go like stand over there and not remember anything? Cause that's what you're good at, which made her feel bad. And then she was like, no, I'm going to help. And in there, in the process of them escaping, uh, they get stuck in a, uh, six pack carrier. Yeah. Holder. She's got one like but, around her body. Yeah. And it's still stuck on her. Like they were all in it. And now it's, now she's, they got out of it and she's still in it. And so she goes up to the surface to try and see if she can figure anything out. And there is, I guess like a rescue boat and they pick her up and they throw her in the cooler and they're like, people have no respect for, for ocean life. <laughs> for ocean life. <laughs> and it turns out that they have made it to the Marine Institute, which is what they were trying to get to. And we find this out because, well, we don't, do we hear Sigourney Weaver at this yes, point? No, we hear her before Dory goes up. That's why Dory goes up because she's like, Sigourney, will you help me? <laughs> Cause she hears her talking. Cause there's like a constant, like, PA system uh-huh. of Sigourney Weaver talking about the Morro Bay yeah. Institute, the jewel of Morro Bay. Yeah, and she's like, hello, I'm Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> but it sounds like Sigourney Weaver because it is. Um, and then, uh, so she's she gets put into quarantine because that's where they put the any animal that they bring in from the jump just to make sure everything's okay before they put them in. Because I think the whole point of this particular place is they bring animals in who need help. They take care of them in, like, the quarantine. They put them into an area where they can sort of, like, rehabilitate themselves. Like, if they have, like, they broke something or anything like that, they can get their body parts working again. And then the ultimate goal is to put them back out into the ocean. Rescue, rehabilitation, release. Yes. Uh, So Dory is starting out in the quarantine, and then that's where we meet Hank. Right. Well, before that, I think we meet the sea lions. No. No? No. Then never mind. We'll get to that later. <laughs> no. My, my notes betrayed me. You're wrong. But I was just saying, I thought Hank's camouflage was amazing. Like, he just blends into everything. He's an octopus. He is, yeah, which is crazy, but then... I, I don't you ever see any videos of an octopus like on the like they do that stuff. It's pretty crazy. They'll just like change everything and blend in on the ocean floor. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they just make this stuff up. And I don't know if it can do it as many colors as Hank does throughout the movie, but right. it's pretty amazing when you see him do it like yeah. in the in those I I follow some account on Twitter where they just show animal videos and nice. One of them nice. a couple octopus related ones. Shout out to the animal videos. <laughs> the best. It really breaks up the horrendous political tweets I follow. Oh, good. Uh, let's not. So <laughs> they. So it, the whole thing um, Hank gets into is that he wants to go. The, there are fish that can't go back out to the ocean. So they're being shipped off to an aquarium in Cleveland to just like go a, be forever. A sister institute. And he wants to go there. He does not want to go back in the ocean, but you need a tag to get on the truck. And Dory has the tag. So he's like, give me your tag. And, and they go through this whole like back and forth. And then 
finally it gets to like, I'll get you to where you want to go and you're going to give me your tag. And, and she's like, great. So that's what's happening. Um, and then, and then we meet the sea lions cause then we cut back to Marlin and Nemo trying to find Dory. Right. They surface and are freaking out. They're like, Oh, if your friend got picked up, it's cool. They're taking her to quarantine. Yeah. Like, and She's you're at, fine. you're at the Moro bed, like you're where you need to be because and that's where she is. Because they'd been through the process. Now, yeah. I didn't understand why they were British because as far as I know, sea lions are like native to the Bay Area and like because they live in like San Francisco Bay and stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they just really wanted those actors. Idris. Yeah. I would. And I think the other guy was also from The Wire. Mm-hmm. All right. Calm down. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they like explain like what needs to happen. Yeah. And, or no, they were just talking to them. They hadn't explained like what needs to happen. They had just started talking to them. Yeah. Well, they're like, your friend's fine. Don't worry about it. And I think they get, and then of course there's also a third sea lion named Gerald. Who's yeah. So <laughs> strange, strange character. He's, he's always trying to sneak onto the rock and he's got a unibrow and he's like, yeah. so it's like looking crafty. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then they say, if you need to get in there, we, we can call Becky. No, that didn't happen yet, though. Well, all I know is I go from Hank is awesome to Becky's crazy. Oh. Those are my notes. So oh, I don't know man. what I skipped over. <laughs> man, we're all over the place, you guys. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I was a little sleepy in the middle of this movie. I apologize. I was too. Oh, no. <laughs> all right. Well, these are things that happen. So let's see. Let's Hank- not. Don't worry about it. So then... <laughs> Let's just say, okay, let's just get to this part of the notes and then we'll come back to crazy Becky. (laughs) (laughs) So Hank has Dory. They're trying to find a map. And I can't remember why it comes up, but he says that he's, he lost a a tentacle. So he only has seven. So So she's like, oh, you're a septipus. Um, Which as an aside, if you have a short term memory loss from the time you were born, would you be able to learn language? Is that like a different part of the brain? I don't know. It must be. She's got a good vocabulary. She knows yeah. she can just like spit but, out septopus. But she also like, there's like things in her brain. Like she has information, but doesn't know why. True. So. Brain's I, a fascinating thing. Memory and where things happen. It's all weird, man. I don't know. Is that you? Are you kicking something? Yeah, sorry, my slipper fell off. <laughs> it's very exciting podcasting. It's not a child. Got really worried. Um, so yeah, so then he's like, "Come on, let's go. We need to go." Like they went into like this like room with pipes, and Dory sees a bucket and is like, "I'm gonna go in the bucket." It says "Destiny." It's our destiny. Like that's what we have to do. And she falls into the bucket, and there's a bunch of dead fish, and then she's like. <laughs> She's like, this is a great idea. Let's play dead. And then it's like, I don't know how you keep your eyes open. Oh, you're all really dead. Oh, no. <laughs> and then um, she gets thrown into a tank of a whale shark mm-hmm. who comes out and is Destiny, the whale shark. And they start talking. Destiny's actually quite nice. And then we find out that they used to talk all the time when Dory was little. They were pipe pals. Right. And in Finding Nemo, Dory did say she could speak whale. And yeah. And nobody believed her. But I guess she really speaks whale shark. I guess. But that's... Yeah, no, that's not actually a whale. No, it's different. Anyways, that was a weird 
That is weird. Anyways, so <laughs> I didn't really think about it. Um, so they were pipe pals, and then Destiny was like, you were in the open ocean exhibit, and this is how you get there through the pipes. You can get to the open ocean exhibit. And she's like, I can't. Like, there's too many. Um, I'm not going to remember how to get Too many there. directions. And Hank shows up, and she's like, Hank, you have to go with me. And he was like, I can't. I can't go with you. Like, I can't fit through there. So just give me your tag and go away. Um, and so then it was like, no, I have a plan of how we're going to get there, not with the pipes. Then we go back to the bird. <laughs> All right. And, um, and they're like, we can help you. We'll get Becky. And they just start saying like, and then this these birds show up. I don't know what kind of birds they are, but they're like uh, black and they have like white spots and, and I don't know. big red buggy eyes. They kind of look like pigeons, but I don't know. They're, I mean, I've seen them before. I've seen like pictures of them. Like I haven't seen them. So I know they are, excuse me, I know they are real birds, but I don't know what kind. And then there's one that just looks nuts. <laughs> and that's Becky. <laughs> and they're like, she can get you wherever you want to go. You just have to lock eyes with her and say, Aru, and she will do. She will, She'll do anything. She will know what you need. <laughs> so, so he did that. And then the fish started, not the fish, he is a fish. Then the bird just started like sitting on him like he was an egg. <laughs> and they were like, she likes you. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, we need a. How are we going to get there? So they like, Gerald, Gerald. And he comes up and they're like, go get your bucket and you can come on the ride. <laughs> so he gives them this green bucket that Becky takes them away in. And she flies off. And, um, and then they get, they, she puts them on a branch because she's going to go eat popcorn. Right. Well, because previously, right, that popcorn had been knocked over by... Hank and Dory when they were in the stroller, right? So, oh, yeah. So in their plan, to their get plan was to get. they like distract, like destiny distracts everybody. Yeah, and then they steal a stroller, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Hank's gonna like wheel them around, and Dory's in a cup on the tray, right? A baby sippy cup, and and she's like giving him directions, like, okay, well, look for the signs for open ocean. Yeah. And so that's how they're getting around. And at a certain point, they, like, knock a kid over with a popcorn. Oh, right, right, right. And then somebody's, like, looking in the stroller, like, well, whose baby is this? And it's, like, Hank, <laughs> who's, like, curled up like a baby. With like, a pacifier. And they're, like, ooh. Which was kind of like in uh, Secret Life of Pets. Uh, yeah. There was a moment like that. Yeah. And then they keep going. And then I I don't remember exactly where it cuts, but that's where the, why the popcorn's on the ground, that's right. which distracts that's right. Becky. Um, so Becky goes to see the popcorn and puts them on the branch and Marlon freaks out and is like, Becky's not paying attention. She forgot about us. It's this whole thing. And Nemo can't speak like, dad, just chill out. Like Becky knows what she's doing and this whole thing. And I was just saying, which this happens in the first movie quite a bit as well. But Marlon's lack of trust causes quite a few problems is usually what sets everything up in the first place, is that he just can't trust that someone's going to do something. And and in this movie, we see that for Dory, a lot of her issues are just charging ahead. Right. And so they, there's some sort of balance when they're working together that can be good. Right. So 
they like slide the bucket down the branch, which then flings them, and then they end up in just like this tank at the like gift shop. Yeah, so it's like toy fish are swimming around it. And then they turn and they see like Becky go land with the bucket on the quarantine building. So had they just stayed, Becky was going to get them there. So that's like the whole thing. So um, Hank and Dory end up in the kid zone. Right, because she sees something that pulls them away. For, like there's open ocean one way, but she mm-hmm. sees something else. Well, she saw like the world's most powerful pair of glasses like that. Yeah. Like saying like this exhibit this way. And she has a memory of that. And so she, she like was leading them there. And um, so they're in now in the touch pool. <laughs> and all <laughs> so funny because it is like this amazing like horror movie <laughs> moment. Yeah, all the all, the, all other like, the giant creatures in there are like in. hide the hands. And they're getting like grabbed and squeezed and poked and like all this stuff and the Which, kids are just like out of control. We've been to those places. They're pretty they're pretty good about saying one finger, no grabbing. Like they're but the pretty star, controlled. The starfish is like getting pulled up and like, <laughs> being pulled away screaming. Oh, it's pretty funny. And then they like Dory has Hank and they're like looking through something and these like weird worm things are coming out and they're like, turn back, Poker's Cove, turn back. <laughs> and they go in like Poker's Cove and then it's like madness. Like the hands are coming from everywhere and Hank's trying to hide and he can't and he gets poked and then he inks and then the kids all freak out and run away. Which is, if, if that happened... Kids would really freak out. Oh yeah, no. They'd be like crying. I would, I would freak out. Yeah, they would so, just be like, "Look at my hand." <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, so then and then we cut back to Nemo and uh, Marlin in the fish tank, and ne- and Marlin is sort of like having a come to Jesus moment, and is like, "What, you know, like what do we do?" and and Nemo was like, well, that's what makes Dory so great is Dory just does. Like, she doesn't think. She just does. And then everything's okay. Like, it works out. And so they decide to use this, like, splash thing that's, like, shooting water up to... um, It's basically one of those fountains where they're little jets shooting up and they sort of bounce. They see the kids are playing and they have a cup that they put on one and it sort of bounces across all of the jets into like a little pool. So like we can do that. Yeah. So, so they do that. Like wait for it and they jump and they almost make it. And then they have to like flop a little bit. And, and they're, they're like, like, just keep swimming. And then they, they get shot into this like tide pool sort of thing. Um, and there's a clam in there who yeah. won't shut up. And he's like talking and he's like, I haven't seen anyone in years. And then he was going on about the scallop that he dated <laughs> <laughs> named Shelly. <laughs> and he like ripped out his heart or something. It was so crazy. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. So back to Dory, they realize that they have made it to the open ocean exhibit. Like it's right there. And so Hank takes her up to the top so he can dump her in and she gives her tag to Hank and he dumps her in and now she's looking for her parents and she's looking and she can't find them and nobody's really talking to her and then she has 
a memory when she gets to a certain spot and she sees like these shells and she's sort of like following the shells and there's actually like a trail of them. And then we also have like the flashback of her parents like putting all the shells down and we're sort of seeing her with like kind of not, they're not ghosts, but like ghost, like it, like it's like her memory is projected over where she currently is. Yeah. Um, and so then that was something that they had put in place for her is that if she ever got lost, like swimming around the area that they lived, that she could follow the shells home because she loves shells. So then she could just start to follow them. And, um, they were, and then she remembered that her mom liked purple shells and she saw the purple shell that she had gotten or she was going to get for her mom. And then we see what happened is like her mom was very sad and was upset and was crying about Dory and just worried that at some point Dory wasn't going to be okay. Right. Cause they might not be able to take care of her. What would happen then? Yeah. Um, and Dory went to go get this purple shell and while trying to do that got sucked up by like an undertow or something yeah, that got sucked out into the ocean. Because they have to recycle and like filter the water. So there's yeah. like intake and outtake pipes and stuff like that. So she got yeah. sucked into one and out. Yeah. And got sucked out. Um, and that's how Dory ended up in the water uh, in the first place. And then... Is this where they... We meet those little crabs. Yeah, like there's the like little crabs grass. Like, like cutting the grass. And they're like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> and then they tell her like all the tanks have been put into quarantine. Which is where Which is she where was she was start. originally. So then she's like, okay, I got to get there. So she goes and they're like, oh, just you follow the pipes. Just go through the pipes and you'll be fine. It's a left and left or something like that. So she goes into the, and she's like, okay, I can do this. She goes into the pipes and... I can understand how this could happen to somebody without memory loss, but she starts to not remember if she did the left, was this the left she was supposed to take? Was she supposed to go right here? And she like is just going in circles and is getting panicked and upset and is crying. And then, um, destiny, I can't remember if destiny hears her or if she reaches out to destiny. She's like, I think she either says something like this is my destiny or something like that or something triggers her to be like, oh, I can ask for help. So she right. starts, you know, doing her whale talk voice. And is like, I need, like, help me. I don't know how to get out of these pipes. And uh, we forgot to mention, because we did get introduced to this character when she met Destiny, um, was Bailey, who is a beluga whale, who says that he can't use his sonar. Yeah, his echolocation is broken. Echolocation. Um, and, <laughs> and then <laughs> uh, Destiny, like, yells at him. She's like, don't bail on me, Bailey, which was something Nathan used to say all the time. Yeah, this is, and then he starts. <laughs> doing like, his echolocation, which is, he goes, ooh, ooh. And then he, like, ooh. starts to, like, see uh, like the shadows of things. And that was a game I would play with Nathan where he liked it if I would make that noise and then say I was seeing something. <laughs> so then so then he could see Dory in the pipes and then he was like leading her towards them because um, they were or towards quarantine. Towards quarantine, yeah. And then he sees something coming towards Dory and he, they're like, oh my God, Dory, you've got to get out of there. This is going to be, it's horrible. And it, and it turns out that it is Marlon and Nemo. 
and they've found Dory and they're all excited and they're like giving her hugs and all this stuff. But in Bailey's mind, it looked like one big fish and then it looked like it was eating Dory. (laughs) And he's like, oh my God, she's dead. (laughs) Got so upset. Bless you for your sneeze. So it was a cough. Oh. I'll still accept the bless you if that's okay. Fuck you. (laughs) So then, (laughs) so they find her in the pipes and, um, and then they get to quarantine, and she's like, my parents are there. I'm so excited. Like, let's go. And they get into the quarantine, and then um, she's like, follow me. And they, like, jump, jump, jump to get to the tank of blue tangs. And they get in there, and then Dory's, like, asking, you know, like, have you seen Charlie and Jenny? Like, where are they? I'm looking for them. And <laughs> Marlon says something like, just pick two and let's go. <laughs> like, he says it to Nemo. He doesn't say it to Dory. But <laughs> we didn't didn't wasn't Hank in there like what are you guys doing? Didn't he, he was, help them? He was there. I don't know if he helped them get into that tank. Oh, he might have helped because I think they ended up in like, a bucket. We're running out of time. You have like two minutes. Yeah. And everybody has to be back in this cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and they and the other fish were basically like, Oh, Charlie and Jenny are gone. Like they left. We don't think they and they never came back. And so then Dory, like, sort of, I would say, like, had, like, an out-of-body moment where... She goes a little catatonic. Where, you know, it's just like, my parents are dead. Oh, my God. Like, I did all of this. I Like, I just remembered everything, and now I just lost them? Like, ugh. It was heartbreaking. I thought, the first time we watched it, I was like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> like, movie over. <laughs> are you kidding me? Usually you get rid of the parents quick, Disney. Oh, you had me. You had me like on this roller coaster and now they're dead. So So then Hank pulls Hank pulls out only her out. Only her out. Like and he's like, Well, where are your orange friends? And then something happens, like he gets bumped into or something. Well and he drops Dory. Because earlier in the movie, this the staff would say, Hey, that octopus got out again. And then someone's like, I found the octopus. Yeah. So they're always trying to like re capture the octopus and so he drops dory and she sort of like flows, flows out of the out building into the ocean um and then is just you know like uh she's just sad and like and marlon and nemo gets put onto the truck to go to cleveland like they are on the truck and then dory is lost again and she's like in the ocean like in the same spot where she originally got lost and is like trying to find help and asking for help and is just just really upset. And then she sees like this trail of shells. And so she's just sort of like following it and ends up at this place. Where you see there's just a lot of lines of shells coming yeah, from every coming direction. From all over. And um I was doing a big all around hand motion people listening. Yes, I see that. Uh oh. <laughs> Yeah, for the people who can't see that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then, uh, so she's like, there's like this whole trail of shells and then her parents show up with like like fins full of shells. So they've just been doing and this for years. they've just been years. doing this and then just setting up trails for her to find her way back. And they were so happy to see her and her dad was like, we knew you would do it. We knew you would remember in your own Dory way and you would get back to us. You followed the trail of shells. So as an aside, I don't remember what her parents look like when they're young, but I noticed in this scene, 
the like they're bluefish and they have like darker scales kind of like going from the top of their body down their back. But the dad didn't have them like what would be a hairline. Like mm-hmm. it, he'd be like a balding man. So I was wondering if that was meant to be like he had like a receding scale line oh. or <laughs> I don't know. if I it was like that the that. whole time. I didn't even notice that. I did. Mm. 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 Okay. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then in, in being excited to have her parents, she remembers Marlon and Nemo and that they're on the truck and they have to do, they have to help them. So uh, she gets Destiny and Bailey to come with them and Destiny's like, I don't know, because Destiny can't see. Like, that's part of her thing. Right. She can't see. But she's got the world's the greatest pair of glasses right next to her. Right. And Bailey was like, look, I'll help you, and there's no walls in the ocean. And she's like, let's do this. So they, like, jump out of the tanks. And I want to know, like, like well, Imagine if you're just standing this? there. Like, you're the trainer, and you're just like, what? And these, like, these giant creatures are just jumping out into the ocean. So they go, and they're... They're with uh, Dory and her parents, and they're trying to find the truck. And Bailey sees the truck, and they're like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And it, and she's like, we have to... Um, distract them. Distract them. How do we distract them? And then she saw a bunch of otters. She's like, people like cute things. And she's like, this is what we're going to do. Um, and then she gets thrown up onto the like freeway or whatever yeah. they are. And she has all the otters, and then she's trying to remember. She's like, what are we doing? And then she's like... <gasps> Otter cuddle party. <laughs> so then the otters are all just like snuggling each other. And then the cars all start slamming on their brakes. And they're like, oh, they're so cute. <laughs> and then she finds the truck. How does she get into the truck? Does Hank help her? No, Hank's in the truck. Hank's in the truck. How does she open Does he open it from the other side? They're like Maybe. banging on the door to open it. Maybe. I don't know. That was, I don't know. She gets in the truck somehow. I don't know. Magic. Okay. She just does. <laughs> and I don't know if it's because when they slammed the door opened, that might have been what happened when they slammed on the brakes. So she gets into the truck and she finds um, Marlon and Nemo and she's like, okay, let's go. Let's get out of here. And then she's like, Hank, you have to come with us. And he was like, I don't know. And, da, da, da. and she just basically was like, the best things happen by chance. Like n- none of this was planned, but this is what happened. And all of this is great, so come on, let's go. So Marlon and Nemo get out. Like, Becky comes and gets them. And then, because <laughs> Becky's still around. <laughs> and Hank and Dory are stuck in the truck. Right, the people close the door. Before they get out. And they're trying to get out, but they can't from the inside because they've locked it. And they're like, that's it. You know, there's nothing we can do. And Dory has another memory from when she was little. And then she's like, there's always another way. And then she points to like the emergency exit that's on the roof. Mm-hmm. Hank climbs up that way and then basically Wait. like falls on the windshield and they steal the truck. Yeah, like scares the people. <laughs> they get out. And then they steal, and they the, steal truck. the truck. So there's like, and like Tori's in like a something yeah. on the dashboard. And Hank is like driving the truck. <laughs> and she's like telling Which him I what to do. I don't know if that's possible. I don't know. It, I, I mean, I don't it's know, not, but I don't know that they would have the like ability to push on the brakes. That, and the I gas. don't know how strong the tentacles are. That's that what I'm saying. And it, would a truck like that be a clutch? Like, I don't know. I mean, these are all things you think they would have thought about 
with all the time that they put into it. But no. I did like when they took off, like the one of the people was like, we're so getting fired. Right. <laughs> 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 it's over. Um, and so they steal the truck and then they see like the cops are all there. They're like lining up to get this truck and everything. And they're like, oh my God, they're going to end up in fish jail. This is horrible. And then Dory's like, Hank, I'm going to tell you to do something. It's crazy, but I need you to trust me. He was like, all right, I trust you. And the next thing you know is we see this truck just like barreling through the trees towards the ocean. They're like Thelma losing it. And (laughs) just sort of like flipping. And as it flips, all the fish come flying out and we... (laughs) Like we see like fish get eaten by other fish, like this whole thing. And, and this, the, uh, the two sea lions were there and like all the fish <laughs> just like falling. They're like, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> and they get smacked by this giant fish. Oh, fish everywhere. And then <sighs> like destiny almost gets hit by the truck. Right. But they all get out of the way. Yeah. So they all get out of the way and they're all together. And then we cut to, um, they're back in their home where they, where she lived with uh, Marlon and Nemo, and they're playing hide and seek. Which is just a not a cool game to play with Dory. And it, it's a it's a callback. Hold on. Um, and in the end, she is now learning how to remember things instead of like living in the space of I don't remember. She's now in the space of, I know that this happens, but I also have tools to get me back, right? So while they're playing hide and seek, and nobody, it's not like anybody went really far. Like, they weren't being dicks about it. So, you know, she remembers what they're doing, and then they play, and she finds them. And then uh, Nemo had to go to school, or, like, you know, everybody had something to do, um, Hank is teaching the class. Now he's he's filling in for Mr. Ray. Um, Bailey and Destiny are there. Like everybody just went back and they're all sort of like living together. I did like when Bailey's like, anybody, um, he like offered to talk about echolocation. I'm like, no thanks. <laughs> like he's talked about it enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and then Dory's like, I'm going to go to the drop off. I just want to go look at the view. And which was also something at the beginning of the movie where Marlon was like, why is it every time we're at the drop-off, somebody's, like, disappearing? Like, why can't we just go and enjoy the view? Because that, that's where Nemo, Nemo went? Taken, yeah. Um, and that's where he lost his family. They lived near the drop-off. I mean, so the drop-off is not the... I should tell you something. Maybe it's, a, like, a low-rent neighborhood. I mean, he was about to have, like, 800 kids. So it's crazy. <laughs> need to save some money on rent. It's crazy. Um, so... She's like heading towards the drop off and then Marlon's sort of like following her. And then he sees that she really is just going to sit there and enjoy the view. And so he just sits there and enjoys the view with her. And I think it, I, I think it was talked about when the movie was out, but it was sort of a nice way of watching a movie about dealing with a family member with special needs because that's really what Dory was because she's she had this when she was born and she needs a little more help than most of the people around her but also if she is given the right tools she can you know keep up 
It just might take her a minute. Yeah. So no, I, did, I, def- I definitely I really heard enjoyed that. some of the folks involved with the creation of the movie talk about those. That is like an important thing they wanted to explore and talk about when making this movie. Yeah. So I, I, I really enjoy this movie. And then, you know, they have like the fun uh, credits where Hank is like hiding everywhere. So it's like, you know, finding him wherever he is and his camouflage and stuff. And then after all the credits roll, which is three hours long, because there's a bazillion people who work on these movies. It takes a lot of people to make a <laughs> Pixar movie. I mean, it takes a lot of people to make any movie, but some of these, like, yeah. any sort of movie like that's animator has a lot of special effects. You just yeah. add so many more people on top. Right. Um, so then we see <laughs> Gerald <laughs> with his crazy eyebrows. <laughs> I can't remember how, but he ends up on the rock. Like, they aren't there right th- at that time. Or they're like sleeping and he like sneaks Something. up behind them. Oh, that's what it is. And they're like, get off, get off, get off. And then we see like these bags just like floating. And it's the fish from the fish tank from Finding Nemo. And then they all get scooped up. <laughs> no respect for ocean life. <laughs> so they're going to end up back in a fish tank. <laughs> the whole thing was like they were trying to not be in a fish tank. Oh, man. So it's a better fish tank. And then Gerald <laughs> comes up behind the other two sea lions and it's like, wah, wah. he's got like crazy eye. He looks crazy. He does. He doesn't look like a sea lion. He looks like, <laughs> like a crazy. Person. He's got like, yeah, I can't even think of whose eyebrows, but no, he's it, like Eugene Levy or something, which is which Dory's is dad. Dory's dad, actually. Yeah. So that's that's that. Yeah, that's finding Dory. That is that is. Finding Dora. So go find her. It's a good movie. Check it out if you haven't already. And I I also very much enjoy Finding Nemo. I just, Nathan hasn't gotten into it. And maybe Charlie and Liam will get into it. I don't know. We shall see. Um, But please uh, do all the lovely things for us, like rate, review, subscribe, Mm -hmm, do all that mm -hmm, stuff. mm -hmm. So uh, people know we exist. That, does something. <laughs> I don't know what. I I don't get technology. <laughs> I don't know if anybody knows, but, but everybody it does something. <laughs> everybody says it does matter. It gets you on some charts or something at some point. Let's get us on some charts. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rated PG Podcast. And you can follow us on Facebook at PG Podcast. We're putting fun stuff up there, uh, trying to do a little more um, facts about the movie or something fun around the movie. We talked about a little more personal stuff in case you want to know who's talking to you. You can find out. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was scary. <laughs> I just wanted to try it. <laughs> Just trying it on. <laughs> Try on your uh, exorcism voice. <laughs> this is completely off topic. <laughs> but we were watching like a little like Lego City like cartoon. They're like 11 minutes long on Netflix. <laughs> and one of the bad guys got into like the limo <laughs> and was like, hello. <laughs> and I was like, what are you, Dr. Claw? This is so weird. <laughs> I'll get you, Gadget. That was really good. Thanks. I shouldn't do it. It really hurts. <laughs> it's not good for me, especially coming off laryngitis. Probably not the best idea. Laryngitis? Yeah, I couldn't talk for two days. <laughs> I just called it a vacation. <laughs> oh. What a... Oh, man.
<laughs> that just came to me. Okay. <laughs> oh, so sorry. <laughs> so sorry to end that way. <laughs> but just remember, if the kids aren't watching it, we ain't talking about it. Bam. Peace. Thanks, everybody.